Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! Hey! You lost weight, bull. Are you getting some sun? Well, you know, you know, I got some sun. I got t- went tanning. You know, decided bull to go on a new today. diet. Yeah. Bull is out today. Do we know where he is? Just took a day. He had a day to use, yeah. and today seemed like the right day to use in his mind. So Yeah, middle of the week after week one. That's, no that's game cool. on Sunday, extra right. day before, so Bull is not sick. He's healthy, just not here today. Good, good. Uh, welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show midweek. So the Bengals are clearly in the rearview mirror. Look at you like that? I like that, man. Yeah. Where did you get that really from? Much. This was one of the designs that didn't win the Browns contest. Huh. It so was why my favorite. So, okay, so how did you get it? Uh, whoever designed it sent it to me. Connected yeah, like I'll that. wear that. You connect it? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Not like you. Did, did you know you know who the most popular person off of this whole thing is, this show? McNuggets. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. Yeah, I'll tell you why. <laughs> did you know I'll that tell you why you? later in the show, because we're going to show, <laughs> coming exactly. up, we're going to show a piece on the... Um, Beauty lot. On McNuggets meets <laughs> Muni lot. Um, the reason it is, if you follow these sort of shows, mm-hmm. he's the... Every man's neutral corner guy. Yeah. I he guess. has never. What's the hottest take McNuggets has ever dropped on the show? Mike, do you know? Oh, I've had some absolute fire bombs on the show. Well, <laughs> usually, like, that's absurd. That doesn't even count as a take. I can't even remember. Not at all. <laughs> hey, that, and that's the point. There's, there's never been a take worse. Then Donovan Mitchell being the best, having the best calf season ever. <laughs> I, I, Earl will forever hold that in. I try, to be the, I try to be the voice of reason. You know, we let often uh, you're each not. Side, well, I let each side have their own. You know, if you want to go deep to the the right or the deep to the left, I kind of aim down the middle to be the voice of reason. Here. Uh, well, I feel like I do, I feel like I do the same thing. Uh, you do for the most part. I'm a, I'm a fence for the most rider. part. You're you're what we call in the business harmless. You're never going to piss anybody off. Why would I do that? Exactly. <laughs> Why would I, I? I am here to speak on the behalf of athletes. And I'm here to speak the truth. <laughs> but I'm Whether you want to hear it or not. By the way, fire look today, G. You want to take us through the outfit? This is different. This is nice. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we're going we're gonna to say this is sponsored by Strawberry Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm about. You know what it is, Kool-Aid Mafia. That's how we get Oh, done. I purchased mine today. Oh, did you get one? Look, Link went out this morning at like 5.45. I retweeted it and mm-hmm. bought one immediately I need to get on because this. I made sure G. Bush got his duckets. Would you get I, a hoodie? I, I got a hood. Go, gray made, hoodie. He, he, made me give, he made me put out hoodies Yeah. I it's said, hoodie season. Wait, you were going to do hoodies? <laughs> yeah, until- yeah, he, he, yeah hoodie he, he asked for it. I got it for him. Like, I'm this. like, all right. Well, Man, the people's champ. He, he really I am a really real to my people. There you go, Cybers. He's, he's Eminem. Look, got him in, you can get him, get him in black, gray, yep. and blue. Yep. yep. Uh, busy show. <laughs> Leroy is back. Can't wait to talk <laughs> oh. to Leroy Horde. Oh, Lord. Coach Ty breaks down some of Martin, Martin Emerson's Emerson. yeah. wizardry, wizardry yeah. from Sunday. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see that. We're doing true or false. Now, Bull has already participated. <laughs> he took the uh, true false quiz yesterday. Earlier. Didn't really do well. So, the guys, the bar is low. 
I'm just if somebody I, gets fifty percent of the questions right, they're the winner. I'm just interested to see who it is. And also, uh, McNuggets meets the Muni lot. With that, we say our first hello of the day to Mike. How are you, buddy? I am doing good, and I, I want to tease something for you guys coming in. Beautiful. I guess 10, 11 days now. I went to the Muni lot on Sunday, had a blast. You guys will see my adventures in a little bit. I told Bull about it, and Bull goes, I want in. Bull so is not I'm one just to miss you fan guys. adulation. I'll tell you right I now. So. I'm just telling you guys. I wish I I'm could. I'm talking to you out there, the fans. <laughs> I wish I could, man. If go. I didn't have a pregame show, I would go. For the Titans game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not this week, obviously, Two but weeks next week, now. myself and Adam the Bull mm-hmm. <laughs> will be making content in the Muni lot prior to kickoff. So, if, you know, I'm a normal-sized white guy. I'm pretty easy to get lost in the Muni You're lot crowd. You're a small white guy. You're not a normal-sized white guy. I'm 5'9", but you, What do you classify yourself? Bro, you are not 5'9". If I got big shoes on, I might be. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm like I love eight, how you cop that right away. Whatever. <laughs> okay. I'm a normal... You don't look at me and go, that dude's tiny. You don't look at me and that guy's big. Okay. Bull. He's a huge miss, guy. Hard, hard to miss Bull. Yeah, Bull so, is a walking billboard for UCSF. Yeah, so if you see <laughs> an average-sized, normal-looking white dude and Bull walking together yeah. with the camera... You know you found They're going to look like a 10 walking <laughs> It is kind of true, yeah. <laughs> but we will be in the Muni lot for the Titans game, and it is going to be absolute chaos. I cannot wait. Right and if you thought... <laughs> he did it wrong. He did it wrong. <laughs> that might be the funniest thing Jay's ever said on the show, in all honesty. <laughs> oh. But you're going to see me and Bull down there. It's going to be a blast. And, yeah, I uh, think that will be fun for both you guys. It's going to be really um, fun, yeah. I, correct me if I'm wrong on my assessment of Bull. I think he loves fan adulation. Oh, he does. does. He yeah. does. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bull has the hottest takes in here. He will definitely argue with you in the Muni lot. So. I, I just – this is my concern. When Bull gets around crowds, he – kicks up the fire up level to like <laughs> DEFCON 9. I want to make sure that there's no vomiting, there's no broken blood vessels in the eyes. Like keep him under control, Mike. Well, it's, that's your job. The good on, news on, on Sunday. The good news. I can't do that in here. Can you imagine without a mic and <laughs> well, the, the good FCC news will rules be, that keep him semi in line? He is is Browns versus the Titans, so he'll be a Browns fan that day. So at what point, I mean, and I'm being serious about this now. At what point do we just schedule a UCSS tailgate party in the Muni lot? Okay, so we, we've kind of had this discussion, and we could have this further offline, but... And we invite after, all the fans. You going? After going to the Muni lot? I'll be lot, there if we do that. <laughs> after it's got to be an organized function. I'm not walking around willy-nilly. But Jay, okay? after well, going not, to the Muni well, lot... I'm not, I'm not here for I that. I don't think... Y'all boys don't do that. You mean, I mean, I'm with my people. What you mean? They're not going to do nothing. No, they're my people, and I love them, but I just... The Muni lot's such a party. I've done that too many times. And everyone's doing their own thing. Yeah. I think it'd be, like, cool when we'd have people stop by, but... I think people are in their own element in the Muni lot. I'm not sure if we <laughs> they try are. to get people together. It would it would attract the crowd, I think. Well, would I, hope it would I know some people tried that so, recently, so, and it did not. Well, it, exactly, exactly. I think yeah. it's very hard to do. But listen, I'm not talking about doing content. it for content, okay? No, no, no. I'm just saying even uh, if what, we all What I'm talking about is we write the check. Now, obviously, we can't feed everybody in the Muni lot, mm-hmm. but we have a grill. We have brats. We have the, the regular tailgate fare, and... We invite UCSS members, or it's it's got to be an exclusive kind of deal. You mm-hmm. can't just say anybody that wants to come over and eat for free at UCSS. There's no exclusivity can do that. in the media. Uh, like, no, there is though in terms of like 
you know, we give them a code and they come up and they get a free brat and they hang out with us. I don't even want to do a show from there. That would be a nightmare. Trust me. Um, it, it, that wouldn't work. Well, but, well, y'all tell me how it goes because I will be on the pregame. I know you're busy. <laughs> I'll be on the you're, you're busy all over. Big Ten yeah, Network, yeah. Browns Network. I, I'm going to tell you what. If we go, we used to do at the fan. We did fan tailgate. I used to do it every single uh, game day, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. to kickoff. And there was a crowd that would get there early. Um, all, all the fanatics, like, you know, usually about 9, 10 o'clock come around. People is just standing there listening. I'm talking about in brutal weather. I'm yeah. talking about cold weather. Trust me, if UCSS goes out there and they want to do anything, we can p- play pin and tail on a donkey. We give away prizes and spin a wheel, or we could do a show. Free Kool-Aid. There will be free Kool-Aid at all, at all times. Oh, that, would, people, that would be a... There will be people everywhere. I'm telling you that. Yeah, no, I know. That would be a top seller. The yeah. Browns Kool-Aid. They'll be everywhere, man. Uh, busy show. Uh, and before we dive in, Mikey's got a quick read, and then we'll start our Wednesday content for week two. Yes, and on Friday, this is very important, guys. On Friday, from 1230 to 1, UCSS is going from a little YouTube show to a big-time TV show. From 1230 to 1, we are making our TV debut on Channel 3 upstairs, WKYC. So we're going to end the stream Friday at 1227 so we can make it upstairs for our 1230 debut on Channel 3. After the show, we are going to be posting the... TV version on YouTube, so if you're a YouTube watcher and you can't get Channel 3, you will not miss a second of content. The full clip will be posted, but it is the foursome of G, Bull, J, and Jason, plus myself and the old director, Steve, previewing the Steelers-Browns game, and we are making our TV debut Friday. Please tune in if you can. Give us those, uh, those views. We appreciate it. And for the YouTube people out there, it'll be posted in full. You will not miss a second of UCSS content, I promise. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I'm hearing from some folks on Facebook Messenger saying, I got a couple yesterday, and when we first announced it, I got even more. People were saying, wait, we're not going to lose the show. Uh, You guys, It sounds like you guys are steering more towards linear and off YouTube. And this was, I heard from people from Columbus, Indiana, Florida, and one that didn't say where, he just said he was out of state. And they all said, this is the only way we can watch. Here's the thing. Even when it's on Channel 3, you get the KYC Plus app. And you can watch us every day on that on your television. It doesn't have to be through YouTube. Um, so, But no, we're not gearing away from doing what we've been doing because we've been very successful in this space. We're not abandoning this. Um, it's just, it's just a, a move to spread our bandwidth. No, it's, it's another available channel we would, that we, we have to never, we're using it. We would never forget about the, the people that started with us on the YouTube. Like no that's, way. That's, no. That's, Thanks. We yeah. will always be here for y'all no matter what. By the way, who made that graphic, McNuggets? Who makes all our graphics? Was it Anthony? Of course it was. Anthony, I want to take a second to really commend you. When you came here, you had no television experience. <laughs> you weren't a graphic artist. You had no idea what the hell you were doing. Um, now you're directing segments. You're producing when Mikey's out. You've sat in on the panel, and you've become a jack of all trades making these graphics. That's a really good-looking graphic. Mm-hmm. So, Anthony, hats off to you, man. That is just—I I, I can't commend you enough. And I shout hope out to YouTube tutorials for Photoshop. There you go. <laughs> but you know what? You've taken the tools that are right, available, and right. you've, you've studied your craft, and you've become very good at it. And it's a testament to all these guys. Same thing with Earl. Same thing with Mike. Nobody knew what we were doing when we started this. This was brand new. Yeah. And in a very short period of time, we've navigated a lot of hiccups and a lot of bumps in the road. 
and we've always come up with solutions. Steve, our director back there from day one, put us on the air and made us look like a professional television show because of his 72 years experience, I think, over at Channel, one of the other stations in town. How long were you there? Wait a minute. Was Anthony here day one? Yes. He was. Yeah, Anthony been here since the first day. He's an OG. Hey, Dang, you, you he's know, an OG. You know. Fun fact, Tyvis. I actually got hired on. I think before you, because when I started, somebody else was in your spot. How about that? Fact. This wow. means somebody was in my spot. Yeah. Wait, we're gonna have actually. Steve, real quick, how could you? Real quick, we got to dive into topics. But uh, Steve Becker, our EP, is coming to town tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. We are gonna tape a segment with Steve before the show tomorrow. That's gonna air on a behind the glass later. Oh, nice. On like the OG origins. Of UCSS, how the whole thing came together. Because me and Steve were employees one and two of this project. That's exactly so we're gonna right. We're going to pull the curtain way back, yeah. and it'll air not this week, but maybe another week on Behind the Glass. Yeah. So now, what's that, weird is, and I'm not even sure if you guys know the history of this. What's really weird was, even before there was a Steve or you, <laughs> Tegna had said, "Let's do something." So we were developing a show internally here that used another uh, very prominent Cleveland media figure who is in the media space, and we shot a pilot. Now, at the time, I said, I got 30 minutes a week. That's really all I can do because I was, I'm was i busy upstairs. I got a full-time job upstairs. <laughs> hey, you, you. And we, sh- we did the pilot, and I, I reached out to the other two hosts and said, we got picked up. They really like it. Well, in the interim, what happened was there was a show that was supposed to launch on Tegna in Dallas, and there was through a myriad of, behind the scenes maneuverings, it fell, it fell through. Mm-hmm. Then Tegna wanted to upscale what they were going to do in Dallas somewhere else, and Cleveland was an obvious choice for some reasons that I won't get into. And that's when they said to me, you know what, we, we might ice that 30-minute show because we've got something. We want to take this to the next level. Mm. And at that time, I figured, okay, well, good luck with it because I got 30 minutes a week. <laughs> <laughs> there was like psych. Yeah, go swervy dirt. Next thing I know, that I'm thirty to minutes turns into one twenty. <laughs> after a lot of conversations with with some folks here and and corporate, and here Th- we are. They found you ninety more minutes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do it. So with uh, that, yeah, Jay, let's get into topics yeah, today. And it. we'll talk to Steve. We'll get into all that. But <clears throat> we have to talk about the odds in the AFC North. Now, before the season started, there was a pretty clear pecking order, according to Las Vegas. Very who clear. was favored to win the AFC North? The Bengals and Ravens, a clear one and two. They both had plus 200 odds. Steve, you can take the graphic full. The Browns, before the season started, plus 375. Almost four to one odds to win the division. The Steelers... Well behind at plus 750. After one game, the odds were updated yesterday now that we are here in week two. And, Steve, you cut directly to the next one. The Browns have skyrocketed. They're plus 220 now. Almost cut their odds in half. Man, somewhere I can hear Bull screaming, prisoner of the moment. (laughs) So my question to you guys is. One game. He's yelling at the TV right now. Are you willing to change your opinion and consider the Browns the favorites in the AFC North? Because they're, om- no, they're, they're almost favorites right now. Funny you ask, because when we initially did this a couple weeks ago, I said that I had the Bengals and then I had the Browns right here, you know? Like and 1A. Yeah, it's like right there. Because I, I seen the vision, all right? I, I see the vision. And Bull, I know you're watching and you're saying, Tyvis, I can't believe that of all people that you are saying this right now. 
But I like I said, it's something that's concrete to me. Like I see the concepts on offense. I know that it's gonna come. I, I got a whole bunch of faith in Deshaun Watson's gonna figure it out. And that defense to me is is something that's gonna. You transition. do still? Do you have no questions about that? I have no questions. Wow. I think he's gonna light it up. I still believe that he's gonna light that because the, the thing about him what makes him good is that if all else fails. He can run. He can run that ball. Yeah. So, so, so can he, can, he can still so can be. So can Daniel Jones. He, nah, nah. Yes, he can. No, nah, don't do that. Go look back. Here we, he tripped over his own feet. McNuggets. McNuggets. <laughs> Daniel Jones last year was looked at as one of Daniel the top Jones scrambling quarterbacks in the NFL. I walked Daniel scoot. Jones down. And you know what? Dallas said, you can't throw, so run against us. Let's bring That's it. That's what they should, and he should have. He tried. It didn't work. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, he got more. He got a lot of talent around him. And like I say, he was he was identifying where to go. I'm just going to say that the weather did play a huge part in it. Because and I think it did. That's half the battle, yeah. knowing where to go with the football. So and, you're buying you know, in this two, on this 220. You, you think that that's, I w- that's I w- if I was able to bet. Right. Me being a Browns employee, you cannot bet on NFL games and or make, NFL, and make sure you anything, don't. NFL or you will get fired so with that being said if I wasn't a Browns employee I would have jumped at 375 a long time ago yeah gee um I I think I know where you're leaning here because you got Kool-Aid everywhere <laughs> on this set mm-hmm. um but 220 that's a big move for one football game so Tyvis man that our bet that we had the other day don't count then what bet <laughs> <laughs> don't do that no Hey, I just got a call from the NFL. Uh, Tyvis, you're in trouble, bro. You're in trouble. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, for non-monetary items are acceptable. <laughs> Professional betting with the casino is not. Man, hey. we was right down there in the Browns locker room. Down there. We was doing, nah, let me stop playing. Leave him alone. That was just G. Bush and his Kool-Aid. Uh, listen, I told people when the season started, I looked at the <laughs> roster. I looked at point by point, team by team, quarterback by quarterback, coach by coach. And I, I felt like the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Steelers were all, and Ravens, Bengals, Ravens, Bengals, and Browns all had just about the same level of, I would say, talent on their roster. You did say that. I and I said, but I, I, I said, the, the team with the highest high, uh, upside is the Browns because. We've been playing with quarterbacks that can't give us anything. We only need Deshaun Watson to throw the cape on once in a while. The, the truth is, they're good enough to win games if he plays average or above average or good. Now, if you want to get to the Super Bowl, you want to play good tough teams, he's going to have to put that cape on and do what he's, what he's going to need to do. But that's down the line, and I think he's going to work it in, himself back into that. Actually, I, I'll have him throwing for much more yards against the Steelers this week if there is no rain and no no different weather. He better. But for me, <laughs> I, I just look at these. I look at, I look at these <laughs> rosters, and I say to myself, why is it that y'all thought these other dudes was that good anyway? I like the Bengals receivers, but I told Bull, I'm downgrading Tyler Boyd. I'm going to stop mentioning his name up there. The people begin rich off name association. We talked about it. Say you say Jalen Ramsey, everybody, oh, my goodness, don't throw over there. But in reality, yes, throw at him. Like, that's the reality of it. These guys got more name brand recognition. T. Higgins didn't catch no footballs. Eight targets. Zero targets. 
No, no eight, eight targets, targets. Oh, zero, zero catches. Well, zero yeah. catches. Yeah. He might That's have, ridiculous, he right there. What a play! And he's in, he's he's basically co- he's a con- in a contract a contract year for and, sure, and, and they not paying him. So. And, and he, they say let 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 him continue to walk. I go over the other end of the spectrum. J.K. Dobbins is hurt again. Odell Beckham Jr. had about 20 yards or something crazy, and Lamar Jackson is still looking like a quarterback that just pulls the screen out after his first read. I'm looking at the division. Is it talented? Yes, but I'm going to keep it real. Don't let the Browns mess around and beat the Steelers and then come back here and catch the Ravens because they behind the eight ball there. They go up 3-0 in the division. At that, that. They, if, they, if, 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 if they, because the week four game is Baltimore. Yeah. And I know that we're getting way ahead of ourselves here. But I said before the season started, imagine if this team starts 2-0. Now I'll say this, because when you look at the schedule, there's, there's nobody on, on the schedule that should scare them. Mm-hmm. Well, we if said that they do start 4-0, it's actually like 6-0, and and here's why. They're halfway done with divisional games, and they can do no worse than 500. Yep. Yeah. And if they get to 4-0 and 3-0 and in the division, that hill gets a lot steeper for Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore. Yeah. I will say this. Normally... Vegas doesn't do this. Vegas does not overreact. Mm-mm. They've got a lot of people that mm-hmm. are crunching a lot of numbers and watching a lot of football. And when they set their lines, a lot of times you have to look and say, oh, this is a sucker bet. This is a sucker. They want me to take this bet. I'm not sure that's what's going on here. I would not have moved them this much. First of all, I wouldn't have had them that far behind the Ravens and the Bengals <laughs> That's true, yeah, when the season started. Mm-hmm. I would have had it more like 200, 200, 275. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because I know what that defense is now, and I, I, and I believe in Jim Schwartz. So I, I fully expected this defense to come out and be a top five defense. As he made, everywhere he's went, he's changed. Everywhere he's gone, the defense has immediately improved. Yeah. Dramatically improved. Mm-hmm. So I had them 275. So... I think what they're what they're saying here is not so much that wow week one changed our mind uh, because we think they're going to be a contender now. I think what they're acknowledging is, oh damn, we under we underestimated them from the beginning. Yeah, and that's because that's a colossal week one jump. Yeah, that is you don't see that guys. You do not see that in the NFL, and so I, I, I get. I think that they're appropriately rated right now. Maybe mm-hmm. still a little high. I might have them plus two thirty. I would, you know, I, I would have moved them up significantly from week one, though. Mm-hmm. The, the thing what's really impressive to me right now is that, and we're going to talk about this later in the show about national attention. Oh yeah. Um, I know that you, Brown fans are never going to be happy with the way the national media covers this team. Never. Not until I can tell you that because <laughs> I was in that cesspool for 17 years oh yeah you were and I saw how that machine works and here's how it works Monday night football Sunday night football Thursday night football Cowboys seven times yep Cowboys they're gonna win it all Cowboys are gonna win it all right now the national media will always take the bait on the Cowboys and the Giants always and forever it's just like they take the bait on Notre Dame oh lord so we're never gonna be happy with the way the national media is covering Cleveland I don't pay attention to the national media. I don't consume national media. I don't know what they're saying about us. I do have conversations with friends in the national media. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to about a dozen of them after week one. I, and I, the same dozen I reached out to before week one. 
What do you think? Well, you see what I said. It's, and and what, what I, I, what I was hearing was they're mid. Yeah. They're mid. They're <laughs> at 9 and 8, yeah. 8 and 9. They'll be out of the playoffs. And everybody in the national media says Deshaun Watson's not him. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Mm-hmm. So after the week one win, I reached out to those same 10 or 12 people. And I got a lot of surprising answers. <laughs> so they're buying in too. They might not be talking about it yeah. yet on their platforms. Yeah. But everybody to a man said they've got my attention. Oh, yeah. Behind, behind, you. It's like a political thing. Behind the doors when you're running a campaign and you're trying to figure out why your polling numbers are so low, you might have a message that you're saying now. You go back with your team and say, our polling on this, this specific issue on taxes is terrible. Right. We need to change the it. message. We need to do change the messaging on this. So how here's how we go about doing it. Now, with Deshaun Watson, the narrative was hopefully you won't got to deal with them in the Browns. They're like, well, listen, now, now they're behind the scenes like, mm, they're a little too good to not be talking about. Here's the way we got to approach Deshaun Watson, the Browns, and what they're doing. And the thing that they're really mo- the most happy about, and you'll see the pivot coming soon. Let, I'm telling you, I'm, I'll be right sometimes. The pivot will be, you know, Deshaun Watson gets most of the attention, and they got Nick Chubb on the offensive side of the ball. But what really makes the Cleveland Browns go is this defense. Well, I don't think that message would be wrong. It, it wouldn't, but it's an easy one. To, to sure. just, that's the right, next right now, they didn't win week one because of Deshaun. No. no. They won week one because of the defense, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nick Chubb, yep. and Deshaun certainly played a role in that. Well, you but know. What, what we need to see from number four is he's the reason we can win games. Well, you remember, and we will see that. Yeah. Do you remember last year when coming into the season, I said there's a there's this thing called the plan to win. Right. And on the plan to win, the three things at the top is, is play great defense, run the ball, and take care and take and get the ball back. Yeah. Don't turn it over. And don't, don't turn it over and, yeah. and create win the, win the turnover margin. They did all three, they except did. the turnovers that he threw one pick and a fumble. No, they had two turnovers. Yeah, they had a fumble. Cincinnati had none. So I'll tell you this: you you can look long and hard. You are not going to find many instances in the NFL going back two decades where they, a team was minus two in the turnover and margin and one by three touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that tells fact. you that's how dominant that team was. That's a fact, Mike. We got Leroy coming up in a sec, so I don't want to dive too far into the national coverage. We will get to that in a sec, but. Back to the playoff odds. The Bengals play the Ravens in week two. Right. That is a head-to-head matchup at Paycor Stadium in Cincinnati. Yep. The Browns play the Steelers. That is two AFC North Divisional battles. Let's predict the future here on Tuesday. What do you think those odds look like? Jay. Those odds <laughs> in particular, or what do I think the, the standings look like? No, no, the odds to win the division. So I guess you're picking winners there too, but I would. Who so do you think? I think Cincinnati's going to win that game. I yeah, do. They are. And I think Cleveland's going to beat Pittsburgh. I do too. So what you'll have is a Cleveland 2 and 0, Cincinnati and Baltimore 1 and 1, and Pittsburgh 0 and 2. And what do those I, odds look like? I think they'll probably shrink it a little bit, but again, I think Vegas has made its big move on the Browns. Mm-hmm. And I think that that move was an acknowledgement that man, we missed on this team up front. They are now appropriately rated. Now, they're not going to move it again significantly no. after another one week. Yeah. Well, because well, if they didn't learn from last year, and Vegas always learns from everything, they saw what Cincinnati was last year in week one. They lost to a Pittsburgh team that missed the playoffs and, and burrowed through four interceptions. Mm-hmm. They, they brought it together and won the division and made a deep playoff run. The only next game that I think they, you could see a significant jump the in, whatever Vegas see us, I wouldn't even say it's the Ravens. After they come back from the bye week against the 49ers. Right. 
that's like a mirror match type game. You got the 49ers, and, and they destroyed the, the Steelers. But the 49ers have looked at a team that is going to be in an NFC Championship game, possibly a Super Bowl team. So if you go play in that game, I think if the Browns play very well, especially against guys like uh, Nick yeah. Bosa, you, you got Debo Samuel. It's a lot of names, right? Kyle Shanahan. It's a lot of storylines with that. If they could come and play well or win that football game, I think people will start to be like. They might be the betting favorite. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. these dead. Yeah. yeah they, they and I think, I think that's right. I think that, that you're, that's right. They now go you're into playing that game for a no. yardstick team in the oh, NFC. Man. Yep. And, man, San Francisco looked dominant. Yeah, yeah they, they did. Dominant. Yeah, they did. They got pieces everywhere. Brand new. They really do. But you know what, guys? They really remind me a lot of the Browns. They do. Yeah, they they do. remind me a whole lot. You know, McCaffrey to Chubb. Mm-hmm. Yep. The defensive pieces, you know, the Bosa to Garrett. The back end of the defense to our back. The only end of the difference defense. is they got Fred Warner. That is a big difference. God, I wish we had. I wish we had a Fred Warner roaming the middle at, for our for well, our defense. Who's to say Anthony Walker is? We didn't. We don't know. We haven't no, really we got a chance know, hold, to hold, see. Hold, hold, hold. We, we do know Anthony Walker is not Fred. We Warner. ain't. Let's we, be honest. we don't know. We don't know what he's going to be in the Jim Schwartz defense <laughs> with these pieces. He played one game. We don't. We don't play, know that. Has he the only played? Technically, two games with the Browns. Just a handful of games. I think he played a few last year. Before he got he hurt, hurt in the second was game. Was it right? second? I thought it was he, later. He, than this that. is his third year for. Either way, I, I think to judge is it to, his third to judge year? a walk right now on um, what we've seen from him here would be unfair because this defense is special. It is. It is different, <coughs> and we don't know what he's going to be and how he's going to fit in. I, to, to, to ask him to, to think he's going to be that player is that's a huge leap. Mm-hmm. But I think he can be a very effective player in this. Yeah, game. I'm not saying he's going to be Fred Warner. No, that, that that's not. Just yeah, that's be someone that, that's, who cleans that, things up. That's all pro you know? Fred. That's my boy, all pro Fred. Yeah, I, no, but that's I, not going to happen. Is if you compare these <laughs> rosters, there's a lot of similarities up and down the board. Now yeah. you might say, well, quarterback, you got to give the edge to Deshaun Watson. If you just judge it on the recent sample size, Brock Purdy ain't lost. Brock Purdy is, is doing his thing. He has never lost a game that he played for. That he finished. Yeah. Think about that. Mystery irrelevant. That's crazy. I did a national podcast last night, and I made this point. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we got to that because I wanted to bring it up, and I know it's Niners, and then we'll move on. I think the Niners are probably as well positioned to win it as anyone because, like Seattle, when they won it, when Russ was on a rookie deal. Mm-hmm. This guy's stealing none of their salary cap. Imagine yeah. that. The quarterback is the biggest suck that's the best on the time, salary that's cap. That's the best time to hit. It's the, the best ball. time to hit. And, and they Jay, know it. Only, and they're going to they're going to Not only is he on a rookie way. contract, he's on a seventh-round pick rookie exactly. contract. So there's a rookie contract with Baker Mayfield that came in as a number one. It wasn't a $30 million deal, but it was a big chunk of money. Mm-hmm. This guy's Mr. Irrelevant. He's playing for <laughs> league minimum. It's insane. If San Francisco doesn't strike right now while they got him on a rookie contract because – in two years, he's going to make money. Jay Rock has Purdy's cracked the money. code. Draft a franchise quarterback with the last pick in the NFL draft. <laughs> that's not good. All the money. That's not going to happen. Or just <laughs> in the later rounds. You cracked the code, Jay. I got a fast read to do real quick. We should get Leroy on here any minute. But we have a poll question to get to. Whenever we read the answer to a poll question, those results are brought to us by PCC Air Force. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, well, PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils at Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. 
We asked the YouTube community tab, should the Browns be the odds-on favorites to win the AFC North after their week one bludgering of the Bengals? <laughs> and 59% of over 4,000 votes said yes at this point. They've shown enough <laughs> to be the odds-on favorites. That doesn't surprise me. Ask, ask that same question in Cincinnati. You know. It is funny, the back and forth between oh, Cincinnati and Cleveland fans hilarious. right now. I love it. And I love the fact that right now, I mean, yeah, they could you know, flash Super Bowl appearance in our face. But all we got to do is say, head-to-head, we own you right now. Yeah, we, we, we y'all get pounded right now. Cincinnati Bengals. As we wait for Leroy real quick, we don't have to spend a ton of time on this. And as soon as Leroy is ready, I'll, I'll bring him in. But got it. the Browns signed an offensive tackle yesterday, Ty Neschke, the 37-year-old. He's yeah. 37. Doesn't move my needle, my needle at all. Doesn't move the needle at all. He, he wants the me. practice squad. <laughs> yep. So the big question is, and we'll, like I said, as soon as Leroy's on, we'll have I know they're it, looking for insurance. He's 37. Uh, 37. Yes. What is he, Jason off, Peters? And coming off significant injury. Oh. Big I'm, question, though, are you guys comfortable? Actually, you know what? We got Leroy. We'll save this. Let's bring Leroy in. We Leroy, discuss what's up? It with Leroy because Leroy's good to talk to him. <laughs> it, it, it is all part of the conversation. We'll do a little more specific after, but Look the man, the myth, the legend is now yeah. here. It is. What's up, fellas? The, the silver goat, baby. Yeah. Look at you. Look at all this. <laughs> hey. Hey. I'd have it on my head, too, like you, if I could grow it. <laughs> uh, why, why would you baby. put the camera on me? Like, I, I, <laughs> hey, take it it's, off. It's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, wait, wait, hold on. Hey, your, you, your, hey, your hey, hairline hey. is in retreat, bro. No, it's Got not. It. Okay. No, it's not. Ty, Ty hairline playing better DB than Deion Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, hey, you, you just look. mad that my hair is still on my head. Hey, man, Ty, Ty, hey, Ty. Ty. Look, Ty. still there. Hey, LeBron got a guy. <laughs> hey, bro, bro they, they, they gonna say your hairline playing bump I think run. Stephen A. Smith might have a guy too. Listen, no, he, hey, no, he, hey, hey, boys, he just playing uh run. He ain't just, playing no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That hairline ain't even bumping around. It's just, just run. That hairline ain't hit them eyebrows in a minute. That's a prevent defense is what Ty's working yeah. with right there. <laughs> He's in full retreat. That hair ain't hit them eyebrows. It ain't, you know what? To be honest with you, it never did. It, where it's at now has always been actually, where it's yeah, at. You showed us a I picture, saw the picture. Like the third grade. Yeah, so, it, yeah, it's, it's never it's been very touchy about that. I was bringing in pictures yeah, from the third grade. No, I got it. I had to dead it because I people been saying that in my entire life. And I'm just like, Yes. I got a big four. That's a it's a pile thing. Like my kids, they have it right now, and it's my fault, and I can't do nothing about it. So you now that's harsh for a girl. They got to wear they got to wear them front bangs. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, Leroy, um, we What's haven't it? talked to you since the big week one win. So yeah. get it off your chest, man. What um, what was your take? Well, I, I like to tell people that first things first, you win the game that is played, right? You don't know. You go in there with a game plan. You think you're going to be able to take advantage of different things or what have you. And then the game starts. It's pouring. You can't touch. The, you can't throw the ball. And now you you just in win mode. Do whatever you can to win the ball, win the game. Right. And I had nothing but compliments to give to that offensive line. Uh, even with Conklin out, uh, big boy came in and did his thing. The running game. When you run the ball. For over 150 yards as a team, when everybody in that stadium know all you can do is run, you doing work. And I don't think people really understand that. It was hard for everybody to throw that football. I mean, Deshaun was squeezing onto it too tight. A, a lot of balls were coming up short because he was scared it was going to slip. 
Joe Burrow threw a bunch of ducks. So couldn't do nothing there. And it was just an all-around good. And that's not even talking about that defense. What that wow. defense did to Joe Burrow was a work of art. I love – I've been saying this now for about two or three years. Every other team that has a Miles Davis oh – I'm sorry, not Miles Davis. Every other team that has a Miles Garrett on their team moves him around. For too long, I've watched him sit in one spot and have the offensive line slide to him, chip, tight ends, or what have you. Do you know how much joy I had when I saw Miles uh, Garrett over center? Yeah. I'm like, there you go. That's coaching. That's taking advantage and using your weapons to win a football game. So when they start doing that, the Bengals, uh, oh, my God, what are we going to do? He's not lined up where you said he was going to be lined up. That's football. So it was, um, it was pretty, uh, pretty special to watch. Uh, next game might be different. Next week might be different. The weather might be better. Uh, Deshaun Watson might have to complete more passes. But I like the fact that hey, we're gonna dominate the line of scrimmage and do work that way first. Leroy, you know the one thing that I gave Kevin Stefanski the credit for is how to make adjustments. You know, last year, it wasn't a lot of that. What do you give him right. on a grade of adjustments for this game? I do. It was excellent because it got to a point where, you know, he swallowed his pride and say, I know I got this $230 million quarterback, but I'm going to say it like this. This is what we need to do to win this game. And that's what they did. And that's it. That's the coach's job, right? Do what you can to win the game. They won the game, and in fact, in fact, they dominated the line of scrimmage, both offensively and defensively. And so when you talk about we do, we uh, run the ball, we throw the ball to set up the run, that's not what that looked like yesterday or, or Sunday. That looked like we're going to control the line of scrimmage and do what we want. Where are you at on the offensive tackle situation? With um, both, uh, both of them. Yeah, both ends. Both of them. <laughs> well, well, here's the deal. If you have any questions, they they held their own. You know what I mean? I mean the uh, the guy who took over for Conklin. I forget his name. Uh, Dewan, Dewan Jones. He so happened to go to Ohio He's State. A go Bucks. Big Dewan Jones. Quit right? dissing these Buckeyes. Go he Bucks. played. Here's what I would say about that. You know they must have liked him and wanted to see something. He played more snaps than anybody in the preseason. Yeah. yeah. Well, they wanted so to see when what he they came, when, if there was anybody who was ready to play football when he went in the game, it was him. Yeah, that's true. So, like, yeah. So, look, they they found somebody. They found some some guys that can pick up the slack. And and look, you ain't gonna just get around him. That dude's a moose. <laughs> He's look at him. He's a giant. Oh man! I don't care who you are. This week they go and play Pittsburgh. Look at that picture. How's TJ Watt gonna get around that building? <laughs> building, right? I tell you what, like, he's, he's a city block. He do that. I, yeah. This this cat is a he's a he's a phone he's a phone um, pole. Like this dude is he's a monster. Hey, he's Leroy, a monster. I, I got I got you said something last week and I thought and I I used it all week and you said. 
you guys need to stop acting like Nick Chubb is regular. And so I want to go back and kind of get into your era in, in which you played with, with teams that had good quarterbacks as well as running backs was at a premium. You look at the Bills with Jim Kelly and Thurman Thompson, or Thomas, excuse me. You, you, you look at the, obviously, it's Emmett and Aikman. You look at what they had in, in San Francisco with, you know, Roger Craig, Ricky Waters, all those. It just seems like back then there was not this emphasis to say this or that. And what I mean by that is, does Nick Chubb have to be the focal point? Does, or does Deshaun have to, is it whose offense is it? I think that's a new constructed thing because when I was coming up, there was never any. It was it, it was about complimentary football. Whatever you had to do to do to win, maybe Emmitt right. got the ball a lot. Maybe we had to get Ir Michael Irvin involved. But it was never this thing from the outside that that uh, diametrically opposed the running back that you can use and a quarterback. Well, here here's the main problem. The main problem is everybody don't have one, right? Mm -hmm. And you can get away. You can get away with not paying a running back, but you can't get away with having a quality quarterback and not paying him. So when you start putting that much money, you're an owner and you spending two hundred million guaranteed on a quarterback, who you want to see do well. And and it, it sucks for this reason, because when you look at and you get to the end of this season, right? All you need to do is look at the run numbers. There may be a couple of teams that sneak by with a quarterback throwing for 350 or something like that every now and then. But for the most part, even in the championships, even in the Super Bowl, you always going to have that one guy that run for like 120, right? And 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 go, and they going to say, "Man, he could have been the MVP, but they give it to the quarterback." Look at the last one Tom Brady won. Look at when he won in in, in um when he won in New England. Right, he always had that running back during the course of that game that kind of got off a little bit, and so you have to be multi-dimensional, right? <laughs> These coaches are too smart. If you're gonna throw the ball all the time, and you put your offensive line in that situation, case in point, was it Dwan Jones? Right. Yep. Go Bucks. So, so. If he backing up and T.J. Watt is trying to go around him all the time, like, yeah, that ain't fair. But put put that 370 and have him lean on T.J. Watt every now and then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, how weak them legs are going to get? Because now you done bitch press a house for three or four plays in a row. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's how that you get so that true. pass rush. That's how you kill that pass rush. And, and you have one of the best – the Browns have one of the best – run blocking teams in the league if you don't take advantage of that and try to exploit defenses with that you're doing the injustice to the front to the line leroy you know and that. so that's why i always get so offended and upset when people talk about we need to throw the ball more we need to do this right you know what if you didn't run the ball the way you did hey, look man let me tell you how cool that was everybody in the stadium man look at this weather we're gonna have to run the ball and so was Cincinnati. And you dominated them. And they knew you had to run too. They had a whole bunch of guys in the box. Right? To the point where they tried to throw it and it, you just couldn't get the ball where you wanted to. Because there was guys open. But you couldn't get the ball that far down the field. 
So they ran the ball, and they dominated running the football. It is something special when you can do something and everybody know you can do it. Topps, we talk about the four-minute drill. You got 10 men in the box. You got two tight ends and a wide receiver out there doing nothing. We're going to run it down your throat. Come get some. Mm-hmm. That's a four-minute drill. And you're going to have to do that at some crucial times during the year. The weather's going to be inclement in January, going into February, hopefully. Right? You're going to have moments at the end of games, big-time games, where you're going to have to close the game out, getting a first down, running the football because you don't want to stop the clock. And you got the team to do that. So regardless of what everybody thinks, Deshaun Watson going to get his. Don't worry about Deshaun Watson. He had guys open last week. It was tough. But if you don't run the football and you don't start with that, then you doing this team, this offensive line, an injustice. Lee, I, go ahead. You, you think that he's going to be – you think you're, you have no worries at all about Deshaun? No, not because, – because here, here's what he has that a lot of these quarterbacks coming to these situations don't. They have a defense that's playing well. Right. You got a run game. That's quarterback's best friend. And you can and, and you can work it out. He'll get better. I do believe he'll get better. Right. Will he be the Deshaun Watson that we saw in Houston? I don't know. I don't know. But to sit here and but you're say, saying he doesn't okay, need to be. Right. He shouldn't have to be. Right. He shouldn't have to be. Well, with these right? weapons, you're right. Here. Here's why you have Deshaun Watson. You don't have Deshaun Watson to throw for 5,000 yards and run your offense up and down the field. You got him for them five or ten moments. Yep. Those five or ten moments during the course of the season. But that cape on. Where you need that dude to put the team on his back and make a play or or take uh, have a drive to win a game or get you in field goal range with 30 <clears throat> seconds left. Right. That's what you need him for. There's only a handful of quarterbacks that can do that. And you always go into those games thinking, we got a chance. That's what Deshaun Watson is. When you look at Najee Harris for Pittsburgh, you know, he coming. <laughs> he is struggling. <laughs> why, did he, why is he struggling? Man, I seen him. I seen him. I don't know. He got hey, hit, they dude, hit him so dude, hard. they averaging right now. Boys, right now he ain't averaging social distancing. <laughs> right. So, so, so if, if he was in true. the stadium, he'd get. If he was in the stadium, he'd get COVID because he's too close. My goodness, bro. <laughs> right. That I'm might be saying. the best line I've ever heard. My <laughs> like, like, you can't get six like, feet you to carry. You don't. Do you understand? If I lift my hands above my arms. Right here and fall down. That's about two and a half yards, right? Seven, eight feet, right? He ain't, he ain't he's not averaging. <laughs> no, but I think it has to do with one of the things you, you always say about Pittsburgh is this: they are tough, right? They are tough. They gonna smash, smash mouth, do all the things that you need to do. To win a football game. But what happened to them last Sunday, when San Fran came out there and looked like they was in game 15 instead of game one. Right. They, I don't think nobody in the league was ready for that. Right? They put it on them. 
So part of his, his lack of success that game was they never had a chance. They were always playing catch-up. Yeah, that could be tough. When, that could be very tough for a running back. You, ain't, oh, you want to piss a whole bunch of fans off? Beat down two touchdowns and you run the football. Mm. You aren't kidding. Yeah, you get right. the booze real quick. Oh, no. I, I, I used to hear it all the time. Eric Metcalf off the middle. We need two scores. Right. So, I know I know what it is. I was part of that chorus, but, by the way. But he struggled last year. He didn't look the same last year either, to Ty's point. Like, I, I, I felt the same thing. He doesn't look like he has the same explosive, explosiveness. Now, I will say this about running backs. Sometimes that happens because there's so much push into the backfield that you don't ever get a chance to get going. Right. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Sure. But but we still talking about last year too. He didn't look like he didn't that, look like he did the first year. Yeah, that line is gonna is gonna be a problem for the Steelers this year. Yeah, it's, it's been a problem for about it's, the past it's, three. It's years. gonna continue to be a problem because they they did you, not. You know, well, I know Jay, they're going against San Francisco, but man, they looked horrible. I just had this conversation, right? And we talking about everybody. There's like fifteen to twenty five teams talking about how bad their offensive line is. Yeah, everybody. Cause you know why? Why? Cause they're paying them D linemen millions and millions of dollars to get after the quarterback. Right. Like the money has changed. So what happens is, right? You have all these teams complaining about offensive line. Everybody can't have a bad offensive line. So you think the defensive line play has just gotten so much better that they're making just, these <laughs> offensive lines look bad? It, it it's just and and what you have to do is believe it or not. You have to do more of a uh, make it more of a point to kind of not be one dimensional. You see right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So you almost have to you have to keep them on their heels. If they rush the passer and you run underneath them on a trap or something, right? Now they got to think about some things. Yeah, it takes a little bit now of their they to think about, away. Right, and and that's you know that's what the Browns did. Because when you get the ball ran down your throat and then play action hit you, you're like, oh, crap. You know, got me. You know what I mean? So that's why that's why the run has always set up the pass because it opens up all the different ways you can get guys open. If you open up, here, here's the – dude, I'm going to tell you, as much as I watch football, there's only one thing that drives me absolute crazy. When they take a shot on first down, it's incomplete, right? And then you try to run it and get you in the reasonable third down. Now, I'm not saying you can't pass the ball on first down, but that's the perfect time to go play action, right? Right now, the way the Browns ran the ball, the way the Browns ran the ball last week, if you start off the game with a play action pass and a bomb, you might get half of that defense because they're going to be – Hell bent on stopping you from running the football that, with Nick Chubb. Yeah, that's a fact. They're keying now on stopping twenty-four. Are you, right. co- you predicting exactly. a play action pass on the first play? Is that I what hope you it goes saying? to Marquise Goodwin who, who hey, can get behind no, the defense? If Marquise is out there, they is high alert. Yeah, they well, know. Well, they, yeah, as, they, a, as a DB, yeah. I'm telling you right now, if number three is out there. Hey, you know high why? Alert, we go in deep. You know why? <laughs> you know what they gonna call Marquise? Go route. Oh, oh, go Rob! Go Rob! Yeah, that's it. For sure. No, for sure. Number yeah. three on the field. I like, he, he go going to go Rob. And, 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 and especially to you, Tyvis, 
it's one thing to know it's coming. It's another thing to stop it. That's true. And you can't invent <laughs> speed. But, but that's true. That's the true art of coaching, right? Yep. That you have a guy who's limited to a couple of things, and you can run an offense where they're concentrating on so many other things, he can do his thing. Right, exactly. Right? That, that's that's the that's coaching. Job too. That's, that's the beauty. Right, right. So what I want them to do, and I think, you know what? I, and, and, I, and I'm one of those guys, I've been on Kevin Stefanski a lot, but I've also given him a lot of credit, right? You know, they talk about last year and they need to do this and this, and I wish they had ran the ball more. But guess what? Jacoby Brissett had his best season as a pro. Jacoby Brissett. So I'm not going to totally say he didn't do nothing, but I appreciate the fact that with all the things he said previous to last week that he wanted to do, and I acted like a damn fool when he said he was going to pass to set up the run, <laughs> right? You know what? Come game time, he played the game that needed to be played to yeah, win. Yeah, absolutely. Right. He adjusted. And so I'm, I got, I'm going to give him all the credit for that. Because he deserves it. That's a very good point. Right. It's a right. good point. Leroy, I want to ask you really quickly before you, you head out. I want to ask you about the, the Pittsburgh Steelers rivalry in a sense. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I was talking the other day, and I was specifically talking about the opportunity you beat the Bengals. It's a team coming in without uh, Hayward. Uh, Deontay Johnson isn't going to play. Uh, it, it looks like, uh, you know, we just talked about Najee Harris not being effective. Pat Firemoon. He's banged up. He's banged up. When, when you look at this as a rivalry, from me looking in, I would expect it, that the leadership on this team – a la, you know, Deshaun Watson would see an opportunity to just say, hey, guys, look, we didn't play that well last week as far as us in the passing game. Mm -hmm. Let me get my receivers out here staying after practice because we need we going we gonna to pull our part. We won last last week because of defense and a run game. It's time for us. I, I think he could be should be upset a little bit. Not that, you know, it's over the top thing, but I said Big right. Manning and Tom Brady they would take an ex a, a, an example and try to make an example out of the Steelers in a, in a rivalry game. Do you think that team has it in them to, to to have that type of mentality going into Pittsburgh? I do, but 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 let's be careful when when you go there because you know when you review film, right? You're gonna look at film and make sure everybody was where they're supposed to be, mm -hmm. right? And you're gonna take the the situations um of the game into account and and when you're not able to grip the ball it's not that you can't throw it but you can't put the spin on it to get it as far as you want all the time when you're trying to throw that that you know he throws that rocket ball mm -hmm. you know when those end cuts are coming in and stuff like that so you have to be you know you don't want to over critique the situation right but there are some things that you can get sharper on you, and, and so, you know, I saw that game, and, and, and TV didn't do it justice because I talked to some folks who were at the Browns game, and they go, oh, my goodness, it is horrible. The weather is terrible. Um, and, you know, you couldn't see it with TV as much as you could, as much as you they could feel it there. So, but I do think that they are going to go into it thinking, look, I don't care who they line up. That ain't my problem. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. We need to do what we need to do. 
and 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 I think you'll hear when you hear the guys talk about it, when you hear the coaches talk about it, they all know it's the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, and they know that, you know, Tomlin ain't never had a losing season, so they ain't gonna come back and bounce back and be no scrubs. They gonna figure something out quick. I don't care who's playing. They always so do. you need to do what you you need to do what you need to do. You need to get better at the things you, uh, you know, kind of struggle with a little bit. You need to be crisper with the routes and the passes and stuff like that. But you can't be overly critical because the situations of the games dictate sometimes how you play. And 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 look, you want to say Deshaun Watson need to be crisper? What the hell does Joe Burrow need to do? Because he yeah. couldn't hold that ball at all. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He, you see what him. I'm saying? Now he started with a four right, but that's what I'm last saying. year and turned it around. Right. I mean, we know he can do it, uh, but right. yeah, the, the weather definitely uh, impacted things. Yeah. Right. So I'm 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 excited for this week, and, and I'm gonna say like this: If you got on black and yellow, I don't care who it is. They gonna play with some pride. Yeah. You you go. Don't ever go into a game saying, "Well, this guy's out. This guy's out. This guy." No, 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 no. Because guess what? So many football players have got an opportunity with that guy being out and end up being pro bowlers and all the famers. That's true. So I'm not going to just sit here and just discredit anybody else that comes in. Yeah, they, they need to look you, at you this. In black and not, gold, you, you in black and gold, you getting hit. They, they need to look at this not as an 0-1 team. They need to look at this as they're playing the logo. They're playing the emblem. They're, they're playing the they're tradition. Rivals. They're Absolutely. all of that. Abs- and, absolutely. I, like, I don't, and, and the thing, as long as I was in Cleveland, they were good. Right, sure, and, and they've and been so, good ever since. Right, and and we we've uh, we've never had the luxury of oh, this guy's out, this guy's out. Oh, it's it's gonna be a little bit easier on no. <laughs> right, yeah. So so I'm not gonna I wouldn't let nobody else do it yeah, either. Don't they fall, know what don't time fall it is. Miles yeah, Garrett has played against Pittsburgh uh, enough times. There's been a lot of guys on that team that played against the Pittsburgh Steelers enough times to know what kind of game it is on the road. Get you some, if anything, get you some extra uh, silent call. Get you some, you know, motion. How are we going to do motion? How are we going to do these things or what have you to just be crisper, just to, you know, what, just to be better each week. And, and I like, they play the basic football well. Anytime you play basic football well, that is penetration on the defensive end, uh, defensive side of the ball, uh, running the football, uh, tackling, uh, getting some big plays here. And if you play the basic football, you can play anywhere. It you don't matter. We gotta go. We and gotta I think go. Ten take seconds. One. Give us All your right. prediction. Um, I said uh, the Browns win twenty-seven seventeen. Love you, brother. We'll see you next All right, time, man. That's a dub and a cover. Right. Thanks, Leroy. Thank you. All right, we'll take that. We'll take that all day, every day. Ten point win at Pittsburgh. <laughs> Go Bucks! <laughs> Go Bucks! All right. Before we get into our next topic tonight at seven o'clock, the next episode of Behind the Glass will air. Myself, Earl Anthony, previewing the Steelers game, putting a little bow tie on the Week One win over the Bengals, and we're going to talk about who truly is cornerback one on the Browns, which we will also talk about here in a Coach Tyvis segment shortly. Before.